This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about something we promised a few weeks ago. We and did. that is oatmeal cookies. We promise a lot of things, and this is one of the few that we're actually delivering. Mm-hmm. Enjoy. All the- <laughs> and that was our oatmeal cookie show. <laughs> you asked for it. That's all you get. Um, so, uh, Matthew, I, I want to start out by asking you a question. So, you seem to be very enthusiastic about oatmeal cookies. When we were talking about this episode and, and exchanging emails, as we frequently do, I said, you know, do you have a go-to oatmeal recipe or, you know, one you feel strongly about? And you were like, do I ever? That is, That does sound like what I said. Mm-hmm. However, you know what I realize when you say that? It's not that I'm enthusiastic about oatmeal c- cookies. I'm like, I'm like the kid who doesn't care about books. He only cares about Harry Potter. I realize this, that book is like 15 years old now. You know, it's not that I'm into oatmeal cookies. I'm into this one oatmeal cookie recipe that I made for today's show. Cool. Okay. And uh, I mean, I think we need to, do we want to get into the raisins immediately? Or are we going to save that for a few minutes? I think we need to just get into it. Okay. Yeah, let's throw down. I mean, that's because that's the thing. You know, when when people say oatmeal cookies, you know, the word raisin is rarely far behind. Mm-hmm. And now we've already... In fact, the word raisin is often right in the middle of it. It's sometimes in the name of the cookie. cookie. Yeah. Uh, and we've already determined that I just don't like raisins. And you thought I was kind of crazy. Not crazy, but crazy. <laughs> For not liking raisins. And yet, it sounds like you're not into oatmeal raisin cookies. I actually do like oatmeal raisin cookies. I do. I don't love raisins in general. I mean, I, I wouldn't just pound some raisins. Would you Would you be sitting in a tree with them? Yeah. A K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I'd marry them, though. Yeah. Or have their babies. <laughs> Raisin babies. But um <laughs> you wouldn't be raising their babies. <laughs> oh. I'm not raising anyway, their raisin babies. No. So here's the thing. I don't know how it came to be that the standard oatmeal cookie has raisins in it, you know, like as opposed to chocolate chips. I mean, I know we're gonna get to that, but anyway, I think that there is something kind of magical about a raisin in an oatmeal cookie. Oatmeal cookies are usually um the I, I find that they usually are sort of nicely buttery and chewy. 
and and I just think butter and and raisins like they go well together. See, I feel like raisins in oatmeal raisin cookies are a fraud. And, Whoa! And by and yeah, I, I'm going there. And by which I mean that when I see it, I think, "Oh, chocolate chip cookies," and then it's not chocolate chip cookies, and then I then I hulk out. <laughs> you hulk yeah, out. Yeah, I hulk wow, out. Wow, I've never seen that used as a, a verb. Oh yeah, no, hulking out. hulking out is a real thing. It is okay. I mean, it's it's a real made up thing. I gosh, you know, I I know what you mean. I I too have been deceived by a raisin or two. You know the other thing, gingerbread that looks like brownies. What is up? A gingerbread never looks like brownies. Oh, Matthew. it does. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. Whoever you know who's making gingerbread is doing it all wrong. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you were you were defending raisins. I was defending raisins. I think that they, they have a place there. I'm going to um, put that out there. Okay. Well, we didn't make any raisin cookies today, even okay. though we've got two kinds of, of oatmeal cookies. So... Do you prefer oatmeal cookies over chocolate chip? I mean, I know. So let's talk about why you feel so strongly about this recipe. So, okay. So let me go ahead and introduce this recipe. This is the um, oatmeal chocolate chip cookie recipe from the Grand Central Bakery. Okay, I'm getting the name of the book wrong. Let me look at the book. Okay, apparently the book cover, cover was directly behind me. It's the Grand Central Baking Book. And it's from the Grand Central Bakery, um, which uh, is based right here in Seattle and has some locations in uh, in Portland also. And uh, they make really good cookies, and they're they're uh, they make good bread also. But their their cookbook is really all uh, cookies and similar baked goods, not bread. Mm-hmm. And it is, in my opinion, the best cookie cookbook in the world. Really? Yes. I know that Lori and Iris have baked a lot from it. I have not tried it myself. Uh, my wife, Lori, has made every single cookie recipe from the book. Uh, Whoa. And uh, more than half of them, I would say, were, like, awesome. Cool. And this and this is one of the best. So it is a an oatmeal chocolate chip cookie made with two kinds of chocolate chips, milk chocolate and semi-sweet, and lots of uh, rolled oats. And I, I just think it's a perfect chewy cookie. Mm-hmm. So the ones there without the chips... That's the same recipe, just no chips. Nope, totally different. Okay, got it. Tell me about the other one. I'm chewing a cookie. Do you think Cookie Monster ever hulks out? Yeah, I think that that's sort of his persona. Ah, cookie. That's what June says. Which which of the uh, Sesame Street puppets do you think would be the most likely to go crazy and attack a kid? Oscar the Grouch, hands down. I think that's the obvious choice, but I don't know if, I don't know. Do you think that, I don't know, could it be like... I think Oscar's maybe like all talk. Do you think that Elmo is secretly inside that he, he's like Chucky? <laughs> <laughs> from uh, from Child's Play? Yeah, can you imagine him like sneaking around the corner with a knife? I absolutely wee, can. Wee, 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 wee. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I think you've got it. Mm-hmm. Um I would, uh, I would. I want to see a uh, like a like a mixed martial arts battle between Elmo and and uh, Oscar. The other cookie uh, was uh, was made by Lori. It's uh, it's a recipe from her aunt. And I think it's an extremely simple recipe um, that uh, you know is one of those that I think has just been like photocopied and handed down for ages, and no one quite remembers where it originated. Probably the back of some box, mm-hmm. and so it's more of a. Uh, Thin, thin and crispy, no chips, no raisins recipe. So, <clears throat> so this brings up the point of 
should oatmeal cookies be chewy? Because I feel like at least in the oatmeal raisin world, in, in this sort of like American bakery, big cookie world, oatmeal cookies are usually chewy. Uh, I think I think it can go either way. I like both of these cookies. Um, I think the you know the thin crispy one it, it emphasizes more of the buttery flavor mm-hmm. because there's no there's no chocolate or other distractions and it, because you know when you cook when you make a, a crispy cookie it often has, emphasizes like that toasted butter flavor. Right, right. Um, I would guess that that probably has more butter than the other one. I think it does. Mm-hmm. So so do you put spices in your oatmeal cookies? No, I feel like, I don't know, I'm sort of making this up as I go, and you're probably going to think of an exception that's going to make me recant, uh, but I feel like cookies should be like all spice or no spice, and I, when I said all spice, I didn't mean all spice, the spice. <laughs> like, you know, like a, like a molasses ginger cookie should have lots of spices in it, okay. but like an oatmeal cookie, I feel like I don't want to have any spices in it. So you want, you want like a, 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 cl- a cl- certain kind of clarity of naming, for instance, like so, a snickerdoodle has to it have has to cinnamon. Have lots of Snickers in it and lots of doodles. It has to have cinnamon. That's yes. part of the definition. Like a ginger molasses cookie, part of the definition is that it has spices. Whereas an oatmeal yeah. cookie, you just want it to be what it says it is—an oatmeal cookie. Yeah, I want it to be just a bunch of rolled oats uh, smushed together. <laughs> yes. Okay. Speaking of which, hey, do you consider no bake cookies to be an oatmeal cookie? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know if I've ever had a no-bake cookie that I really enjoyed. Mm. Um, I feel like it always has sort of a uh, sticky, like, halva kind of texture. I love that. Oh, man. I love that texture. Um, it is like a halva texture. I, You're I right. Like, I like halva, but I don't I don't like that texture in a cookie, like, like kind of chalky. It is kind of chalky. It's like dried out fudge. I, I haven't made one in a long time, possibly ever. Like, what? How do you make a no-bake cookie? Well, now we have gone too far. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. In fact, my, my so first... That, of all the things we've done on the show, that was the one that went Matthew, too far. You have gone too far. Now, um, my first exposure to no-bake cookies was in my high school cafeteria. But you expose yourself a lot. I do. What did I expose myself to yesterday? Um, um, I don't remember. Like I exposed myself to some coleslaw. I think that was it. Yeah. Uh, I left my trench coat at home this time, so it's a little harder. Okay, so anyway, moving right along. What about those little Debbie oatmeal cream pies? Now, you put this this on the agenda, and I don't know what they are. Oh, man. But it sounds great. Okay, so these were kind of like very deep amber-colored oatmeal cookies. They were chewy. I think they might have had some kind of spice in them. And then in the middle is like a almost like a marshmallow cream. Mm. It's like a sandwich thing. Why didn't you bring them? I don't know. That's the other thing about... about, That's the other thing about you. That's the other thing about you. Now, um, I feel like oatmeal cookies are one of those things we tend to make at home. We don't tend to purchase in a grocery store. Like, they don't usually come packaged. Or if if we want them, we buy them from a bakery or we make them. Yeah, I know. I think you're right. You definitely can get them in a store. Like, I I feel like there's probably a... uh, Pepperidge Farm soft batch. I don't want to. I don't want to say for sure because it's possible I'm wrong about this. But I know I've seen soft baked uh, oatmeal cookies for sale in a package, and I feel like that kind of cookie always has kind of an uncanny valley problem. What? Where where it falls into the uncanny valley between like you know it's not 
it's not like a Chips Ahoy, like an obvious factory-made thing that you can enjoy on that basis. It's like close enough to homemade that you think, oh, this is like a homemade cookie, only not as good. I feel that way about the Pepperidge Farm, like premium line. The, yeah. The Nantucket, stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I really enjoy them, but then I'm like, mm, why didn't I just go to a bakery and get a... Yeah, see, I would rather have a Milano, mm, mm-hmm. which I could not make at home. No. The Milano, it's kind of a perfectly engineered food product. Yeah, it really is. I think we need to taste some on the air. Okay. <laughs> right now? No. Um, When you think oatmeal cookies, what do you think? Like, I think grandmothers. Yeah, I think it's a it's a grandmotherly cookie. I And, and that's not a negative connotation no, by any no. means. Yeah, it's like the kind of cookie that you use to welcome people into your home if your home is sort of a Midwestern cottage and you're, of, and you're wearing a house dress. Yeah, what's a house dress? Mm, it's like a, a frock that a Midwestern housewife wears around the house. Is it is it something that uh, that you... I think of, I think of like, um, growing up, I had a couple old lady babysitters. I think of them as being the type who had house dresses. They would go home and they'd change into their house dress. Sometimes it's like a... Like wait, a real, wait, they would go like home... A, no, hold on. Sometimes it's... <laughs> shut up, Matthew. Sometimes it's like... Um, a nice kind of bathrobe that you put on over whatever you've slept in, and you would kind of wear that all morning. Oh, that sounds pretty great. Yeah. You know, it would, it would be quilted, some sort of floral pattern. It sounds like it would also be really convenient for exposing yourself. You would also wear it with house shoes. <laughs> oh, which are slippers, right? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I did know that. Mm-hmm. See? That's, that's <laughs> the first thing. That's one thing I know. The one thing. Okay, well, I feel like we have just worn out these oatmeal cookies. Oh, we never talked about chocolate chips. No. Um, Whoa. Well, I mean, do you want to do you want to talk about like what kind of chocolate chips go in should go into an oatmeal cookie? See, because hmm. because the this recipe adamantly demands that you use fifty percent milk chocolate chips, which is something I never buy for anything else, and fifty percent semi sweet chocolate chips. I don't know why. And I have not tried using like all semi-sweet chocolate chips, but I, I trust them because these are really smart cookies. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I'm just gonna let that one go. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. You know, I've I've never really thought about it. I tend to keep like sixty percent chips around the house. Those Ghirardelli sixty percent ones. Um, yeah, those are my favorite too. But uh, you know, now that you mention it, I think that these are a, a very well conceived cookies. Yeah, I mean, I think probably the issue is we've talked about this in the past, where like sometimes like high quality chocolate is so it doesn't really integrate well with other things, and I think probably the the milk chocolate chips are like the glue between the mm-hmm. the sixty percent chocolate chips and the mild oatmeal cookie dough. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's we solved it. Do you like eating nice oatmeal work, cookie Cumberbatch. dough as much as you like eating chocolate chip cookie dough? Well, as you'll recall from the chocolate chip cookie episode, I'm not really into eating cookie dough, which I, I realize oh, there's no I excuse forgot. for. I forgot. Okay, well, all right. Uh, well, do you like eating oatmeal cookie oh, dough? Oh, of course. What yeah. ki- I do. There's no kind of cookie dough I don't like. Okay. Do you have you tried um, aging oatmeal cookie dough? Like like we talked about the importance of aging chocolate chip cookie dough. I have not tried it, but I I think pretty much every cookie stands yeah. to benefit from aging the dough. Um, yeah, I imagine. I have not tried it either, but I imagine there's no reason it wouldn't be an, an improvement. Maybe some of our listeners have tried it uh, either intentionally or inadvertently, and and they can tell us if they noticed a difference. Okay. Yeah, I'd Great. like to hear that. Yeah, listeners. And and tell where us. can they tell us that? They could tell us that on our website, spilledmilkpodcast.com, where we'll uh, link to these two oatmeal cookie recipes. They can also tell us on Facebook. 
Oh, I've never heard of that. Is that a new service? Yes. Would you like to tell us more about it? Um, yeah, it's like a cross between your face and a book. And it can be found at facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast. And um, where you can expo- expose yourself to our show. <laughs> you can- Don't, do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> you can also find us on iTunes. You probably already found us there. Uh, and until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, the show that uh, is the glue between your ears and your heart. Oh, I'm Molly Weisenberg. <laughs> and I'm Matthew Amster Burton. I was saving us from the dreaded hair. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work or just enjoying a relaxing week away, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, and if you're a spilled milk listener, we bet that sometimes you want to cook when you travel. And Town Place Suites by Marriott has a Weber grill on the patio. They've got a microwave, dishwasher, stovetop, full-size refrigerator. You are good to go. In other words, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy.